Welcome to the PTA Elevation Podcast, where we help physical therapist assistant students pass the NPTE on the first try without wasting time or money. To learn more about the services we offer, find us on Facebook by searching PTA Board Study Group or fill out the form linked in the description. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's podcast. everyone and welcome to PTA Elevation. I am your host, Brianna Drapp, and on today's episode, I'm going to take you through the entire board's registration process and what to expect at each step. So the most important part of getting ready to take your boards is to get started on this process early. Like I'm talking three to four months before you take the exam because that's how long it could take to get all of this done and in place. You do not want to lose out on $10,000 because that's how much money you're going to lose if you have to wait and take the next exam date because you took too long to register for the exam and get this process started. So start early. With this being said, the PTA exam is only offered four times a year and it's usually on the sixth of the month in January, April, July, and October. Depending on when you're planning on taking your boards, keep in mind that there are only four times you can take it, and that's why I keep saying you'll lose that on $10,000 because you have to wait a whole entire three months to take the exam again. It's a lot of PTA salary that you're missing out on. So the first step is to see, are you eligible to take the boards? Some states allow students to take the boards prior to graduation, while others want them to wait until after they've graduated. So you kind of have to see, are you good to go to sign up for your exam or do you have to wait to take the next one? So you might be ready to go take it in October, but you're not allowed to take it until January. That's kind of what happened to me. So I had to wait and then sign up for the next date. So it's all good. We'll figure it out. You guys just make sure that you're eligible to take the boards. Obviously, you can't be taking them in your second semester of school when you still have two or three or four more semesters to go. Kind of be aware of when you're going to be taking your exam. The second step is to see what does your state specifically require. Some states require a jurisprudence exam or some other exam prior to completing your application and getting your license. I live in Pennsylvania, so we did not have that, so I am unsure of the process to go through this, but that is going to be another exam you're going to have to take. I heard some of them are open book that you can just look through the laws and stuff. That's a more legal part of the exam that I do not have any prior experience with, so I apologize that I can't give more insight on that, but I'm sure it costs an additional fee, so just look into that with what does your state require. If you live in Pennsylvania, good to go. You don't require that. Step three is to go to your State Board of PT website. Just type in, like for me in Pennsylvania, State Board of Physical Therapy Pennsylvania, and it'll take you to some .gov website that is going to prompt you to complete an application for licensure in that state. So for example, in Pennsylvania, I go in, it says start application for licensure or something, or have you created one before? Enter here. If not, here's a new way to enter in. Go to your State Board of PT, There'll be an application for licensure. You want to do this first before going to the FSBPT website to register for the MPT. So do the application for licensure first. Under this, you'll fill out all those fields like name, date of birth, social security number, all that stuff. Then you're going to go into a section of the licensure application once you get that initial I'm sending this information in and then pay $50 for it. That's how much it costs in Pennsylvania, so that there is a fee for this. You're going to be prompted to put in your fingerprints, child abuse, state police background check, and a verification of education. So a lot of those fingerprints and stuff were done 
before you went out on your internships, at least for me in Pennsylvania. So that's pretty easy to just find those forms, send them in, or just look them up and send them in. You want to make sure that you have contacted your school, told them you're taking your boards, and filled out the verification of education form and sent it to your school for their records department to send to the state. That is how the state knows that you have a Associates of Applied Science and Physical Therapy Assistant and that you are eligible to take this exam. So make sure that you're in contact with your school so they can fill out that form and send it to the boards. Once you're done filling out the application part and all those fields that I told you about, you're probably going to have like two or three fields that are still open. That's going to be your exam results and then your exam registration. So then you're going to go over to the FSBPT website and you're going to register and pay for the NPTE. Your school might have made an account for you. Mine did, but you'll need to register and pay for the exam anyways. So you'll go to the customer login part of the FSBPT website, not the member login. You'll fill out the same fields that you kind of have filled out for every registration you've ever done, date of birth, where you went to school, your name, all that stuff accordingly. At the end of this process of registration, you'll be asked to pay around $500 to take the exam. So I'm letting you know all the costs of this now so then you can think about it so then you know it's, it's, it's not very, it's not a cheap process. So that's why I'm trying to get you to pass this on the first time so you're saving time and money. You'll either be asked to pay that $500 right then in full or you can pay it later by a specified date. Usually it's a couple of weeks before you take the exam so then they know that that's when you're taking it. Before you start this process though, as I said before, make sure you know which date you're going to be taking the exam. If you're finishing the registration in oh, I don't know, February, but you're not ready for that April date, make sure you're selecting that you want to do it in July because it is $50 to reschedule your exam. So make sure you're ready to go with whatever date that you've decided to choose. You'll then be taken to a screen with steps one through five and a big circle in the middle of it. You'll recognize the circle. It's the one that everyone posts when it says passed or when they're sharing that they got the results that they passed. It's the same circle. You have control over completing the first three steps of this. This is just exam registration, paying for it making sure that everything's in line, what date do you wanna take it, all that stuff. Once you get to step four though, you have to wait for the state to receive your request for licensure and you need to wait for them to approve you. This process is annoying and can take a while. You may have to, and I say harass in a aggressive way, but you have to politely inform your state board that you need this process to be pushed along like please approve me to take this exam i have email prompts if you're interested please just contact me off of the facebook page that is mentioned at the beginning of this episode you might even have to call the state they're annoying about this but once the state has finally sent you that you are approved to test they will send you an attestation letter this takes around 24 to 48 hours to process and then you'll move from step four to step five in that big circle on the fsbpt website in that letter, it will give you a bunch of instructions of how to register at the Prometric Center to sit for the exam. The Prometric registration costs $80-ish. I think it was like $82 for me. So keep in mind, another fee that's going on to this big laundry list of fees for this freaking exam. Anyways, you do not have to take the exam in the state you're practicing in. For example, if you are visiting your family that is out in California for the summer and you want to take the exam out in California, you can sign up in the Prometric Center that's located in, I don't know, Chula Vista, California, outside of San Diego. You can sign up there. You can take your exam even though you're going to be practicing over in Florida. As long as everything is in place that you are applying for the Florida State Licensure, in this example, you can take it wherever. 
it's all going to be sent to the same place. So keep that in mind. Let's say you're on the border of a state and the one Prometric Center is full, but the other one is available. You can drive on down there. Like for me, if there was nothing available in my area of central Pennsylvania, I could just drive down to Maryland and take it in the next Prometric Center. Whatever works for you. So keep that in mind. Once you register in Prometric, though, it takes about a day or so to show up in your FSBPT portal. So it'll say you're still on that one, like, register for the exam page, and then in a day or so, it'll say you've completed all steps. And once you have completed all steps, you're just going to sit there until it says results received. And that's after you take your exam. So there's nothing more you can do. Once everything is registered, it says you're good to go. The state has your application for licensure. All you got to do is take the exam. That's on you to make sure you know where your Prometric Center is, how to get there, what time you're taking it, all that fun stuff. Make sure that you know what you're doing with that. It's all in your hands now. After you take your boards, you'll log back into the FSBPT portal to see your results about a week later. And I think the earliest I heard was like six days, so don't even bother checking it for the first five days. It's it's just going to say pending or whatever it says. And so then you'll be able to see your scores in there. And it'll say either you passed with a green check mark or you failed with a red X. I hope all of you get that green check mark, but it's just going to tell you pass fail. You won't be able to see your score until about a week later. So two weeks after you take the exam, a week after your scores have been released, your pass fail has been released. Then you'll be able to see your score. You can see how much you passed by, how much you failed by, if you failed, unfortunately. And either be like, oh, yeah, I did so great. Look how much I passed by. Or you can be just like, ooh, I was a little bit under there. Looks like we have some work to do. So that's where you'll be able to see your score. Then you can check your state board website for licensure number, which will be whatever your state decides to do for that. You'll get a nice little license number that'll say that you are officially a licensed therapist and you are now allowed to work under the supervision of a PT. Your physical license will be mailed to your house about three to four weeks after taking the exam. So that is the big nutshell of how it's going to look throughout the application for licensure, the registration process, what happens afterwards, and about all the total costs of taking the exam. So I hope this was helpful and you can follow along with these steps as you register for your exam and I hope it all goes well for you and this was a very informative process. So I'll see you guys in the next episode where I go over what exactly is on the exam. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the PTA Elevation Podcast. We look forward to continually serving you as you embark on your journey towards becoming a licensed physical therapist assistant. We thank you for your continued support and we'll see you in the next episode.